Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Senator, Grinder, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your seventh official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to do our first blind tasting tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. Grinder will also reveal what cigar we smoked, and we'll chat about Rooster's transformation into a connoisseur of vintage Cubans, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Redbreast 12-year-aged Irish whiskey with our cigar of unknown origin. Our first blind cigar provided by Grinder, and he won't even tell us if it's Cuban or non-Cuban, apparently. I'm trying to make it difficult on us. What will you tell us about this stick, Grinder? I'll tell you its size. Okay. Six by 52. Six by 52. I guess that's a Toro, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. What are you guys getting on the nose? Not much at all. New world, old world. New world. New world. Yeah. I'm I, feeling, I, can't, I can't tell by I get a little sweetness on the wrapper. I am too. On the nose. Yeah. I don't it's, remember. It's, I feel like it's very. This uh, is not a Maduro wrapper, right? Does it look like a Maduro? It's dark. I feel like there's some age on the tobacco. It's a the, beautiful cigar. Nose. It smells very nice. great. Yeah. Feels it's great. It, it feels great in the hand. Could be a Maduro. It could be a Connecticut broadleaf. It's sort of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it really nice construction. Yeah. It's a well made cigar. The construction is like perfect. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it really a regular nice. production cigar? Not like a custom roll. Or like a limited. 
Because <laughs> if it's a custom roll, we would have no clue. We have no idea what that is. It's something that we can buy that is regularly produced. You can buy it, yeah. Okay. Got it. And I wouldn't, yeah, you may have smoked it. You may not have. Mm. All right, let's cut it. Let's see what uh, we got on the uh, cold draw here of this blind cigar here. I will say, guys, you know, and I, I mentioned this before we went on, but I like the fact that I'm not judging this on what my eye is seeing on the label. You know, a lot of times when I look at a cigar, like anything else, I guess, a scotch, any, a, a bottle of wine, really, too. I'm not a connoisseur like Senator, but I'm always judging it based on the label. And I like that tonight we're just basing it on flavor. Completely agree. Cold draw is pretty tasty, actually. Definitely tastes some, mm. wow. some aging. Uh, definitely some aging. The draw is very nice, very loose. My, my, my guess from this is that it's going to be a high smoke output cigar based on the build and the draw. I get a little cedar and hay on the cold draw. Yeah. No uh, formaldehyde or... Um, no petrichor, petrichor. or uh, sawdust. No petrichor. No petrichor. No. All right, boys, let's light it up. How about moss? No moss? No moss. No moss. No moss, please. Oh, no, oh, no, no moss. All right, we're going to light it up. Six by 52. Dark, oily wrapper. I'll say this. On the light, Sweet. my guess is already New World. Total agreement. It's good. Really get, nice on the light. Get some sweetness on the, on the light. I think you, who, whoever said cedar, I get it on the light. Yeah, this is really nice. It feels good in the hand. What's the difference between new, new World and Old World? Just Cuba versus non-Cuba? Yeah. yeah. And that's how I kind of label it, too, when I you know, do the descriptions on the episode. You know, or New World or Cuban, I guess. Like in wine, New World being the U.S. and Old World being everywhere outside of it. I think we should do a, a really a serious pot, wine podcast. Yeah, I, you know, I I, I, I don't know a, enough. I'm an amateur. So am I. I'd like yeah. to learn more. Yeah, I'd like to learn some too. And It'd I know be that really interesting. It should I, be a different podcast. You know, you got the wine spectator, cigar aficionado, whiskey whiskey advocate, the wine lizards, the wine lizards, <laughs> the, the, the hosted sha- by Bam Bam, the wine gizzards, the the shower wine lizards, hosted yeah. by Puba. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, when he said that, that killed me, man. It's like it's like Cosmo Kramer cooking in his bathtub. <laughs> Puba drinks Oberon in the uh, Oberon cab in the shower. That's such a that's such a fraternity move. Like it's amazing. Like definitely. Okay, you bring your shower caddy with it, like a bush light in the corner of it. What's his other line? It delivers sixty percent all the time. Yeah, that's from Anchorman. What the fuck does that? That's mean? an Anchorman quote. Hmm. From the movie. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Uh, so bright white ash on this. I'm definitely saying New World. What does that mean when you get bright white ash on a cigar? As opposed to like a charcoal gray or, you know, dark? It's a great question because I, I think most of us prefer that white ash. You get that on a Padron. We're getting that on this. Millennium. Some you, Millennium no for doubt. sure. Well, no doubt. Some Cubans you get that and then others you don't. And my preference would always be to have a bright white ash, but I'm not really sure why some yeah. cigars never really 
achieve that. Yeah, I, I, you don't normally see them on Cubans, the white ash. You do get it on the Maduro one, though, a white ash. And I've occasionally on certain <clears throat> D4s had yes, that. Most no, but certain D4s. From time to time. But like you said, all, almost all Padrones, you get that really rich ash. That's right. Definitely a distinctive taste. You ever had this before? I have not had this before. Oh, you haven't? Oh, boy. But you guys may have. So this is new for you, too. I didn't know that. It is new for me. This is part that's of a... a that's my... I I the only other piece of information I got I'm it. giving. It's part of a JR5 pack. Would you share the price point on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much is this uh, grinder? Do you know? All right. Ballpark? $14. Okay. All right, it's a non-Brock box pressed exclusivo. Right. Please don't offend. I'm getting say what? <laughs> I'm getting a little Tatuaje vibe here. That's so funny. Oh, to say that's that. a same. I'm that's definitely a, getting a Tatuaje. Very vibe. good. Grinder gave you that look. You no, are right. <laughs> <laughs> got some tat. I'm I'm feeling like it's definitely got that vibe. I, I don't know if I would say this. We'll is know when you get to the last tatuaje. third of whether it's a Tatuaje or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a subtle <laughs> rooster dig. You know, it could be a Liga. Liga Pravada. Oh, Pagoda's not here, well so I got to do the shank. Not, this, <laughs> not, this, not the nine, but the other. There's another one. The 52. Do you, do you yes. Think, do you think this is dark enough? For The 52, yeah. I mean, Liga's, they're Maduro not, rappers, right? Not all of them. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but right. Guinda said he has not had this, so he's had a lot of Liga. Mm. All right, so I'm going to go out on a limb and rule out Placencia. Mm. <laughs> the room is quiet. <laughs> That I mean, you put one and one together to get two. Laser, <laughs> laser. Do you need some applause? Laser so, beams are coming out of Grinder's eyes right so now. I, I, let's let's immediately rule out Padron, and I think Davidoff. Right? Yeah, it's not a Padron, not a Davidoff. I'm not getting a ton of flavor. No, it's weird. But it's like it's good though. The smoke is very smooth in my mouth. It's like coating my mouth, like we've talked about with some some other sticks. Like it, it's. It's good, but there's just not a lot there yet. It's like sweet and spicy. Mm -hmm. You get the sweet notes in the beginning, and then kind of like the retrohale has spice in it. I get the exact same. The retrohale is very spicy. I'm going to say it's not a Fuente. Unlikely. Could be a Liga. Oh, I'm sorry, a Gloria. Not the five. The one up above it was at a seven. I think Tatuaje's pretty good guess man i agree that's the only thing that's sticking out to me right now is tatuaje it feels really good I, I keep saying it but it feels really good in your hand it almost has like a churchill vibe the way it's weighted can we get away with with just guessing the maker and not the actual stick that they make we're going to do our very best i guess sure you can you know i think that's the best we're probably going to be able to do probably. do whatever you want yeah. <laughs> i'm just trying to think this what else the, at, the at a 14 is, price point the taste though. is very unique to me it is it's different where would, where would you put the flavor profile on this? Medium? Mm. Medium to full? Definitely, medium, but spice. Between medium and full. Yeah. The finish is nice, actually, on this, I it think. It is. At this, I get the sweetness on the finish. 100% for me. Oh, see, I get the reverse. Yeah. Reverse. I get the reverse. No. Sweet, sweet then spice. Then sweetness spice. in the beginning. For me, I get spice then sweet. It's hit me a little bit in the, you know, it's hit me in a little bit in the back of the throat with the I'm, spice after. Yeah, I'm actually getting it right in the front. Uh, I'm weird tonight. I'm getting the back of my... It's it, not tonight. Ignore me. <laughs> 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 I 
Bam, tell us about the um, Fundadorus like notes you're getting out of this cigar. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it, the, the spice that I'm getting is that feels apropos to a uh, a holiday cigar, maybe. Definitely. Holidays coming up, gearing up for that. Now we've talked in the past. I think that this is a cigar, and I mean we're only about what three quarters of an inch in, but this is a cigar I would give someone that yeah. is over my house. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think this is going to kick their ass. I, I think they could appreciate this, especially after a big meal. You know, and I think with the the wrapper, I think that this would do well outside, around a fire or something. I think it's safe to say it's a non-Cuban. Yeah, I think that's a definite. Is that the, is that the vote? Yes, that's definitely yeah. my vote. Our yeah, vote, definitely. Yeah. I will confirm it's a non-Cuban. Okay, all right. <laughs> Twenty to go. What do you guys think of of the blind taste? I mean, does it? Do you guys? Because I will so, fully admit that I judge based on the so, brand and the band. I I I like this idea because you guys always shit on me for smoking odd cigars. And we will vindicate you tonight. No, I don't know if you will. We just try to help you, grinder. And it, because I've never, I've never actually smoked this cigar. So, but I, th- I, it's, it's something that I, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I want to try it. And here we are. No, I have to say, I mean, whatever this is, is not something that I normally smoke. That's New World. And so, if there were a band on this, it would absolutely color my absolutely. impression of this yeah. stick. So I'm very glad we're doing this blind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you guys have a palette that is, you know, refined, chiseled, polished over many, many, many cigars. And um, I think this is very different from what you guys traditionally smoke, in my opinion. It's, tra- it's different from what I smoke. I have to say the burn is great. I'm it is. looking at everything. The construction and the burn yeah. is. And you'll get a long ash on this guy, I think. See, now it's changing. It's like. I just went away from Tatuaje. Yeah, it's changing. It's getting like. I'm getting a weird, tiny bit of floral, weird yeah. something. It, the, the spice is, is migrating. It's not, I still I like it. I don't, I don't not like it. I'm going to throw out another brand as a possibility. Part of this is colored by, I know that Grinder smokes this brand. My father. <laughs> Avo. Oh. This is not an Avo. No. I've never seen an Avo that looks like this. But they make heavy. some funky Avo. This is a he- like heavy, not like an Avo, I think. I mean, he smokes an Avo Domain, and that's not a light cigar by any means. It's, but he has, it's not a heavy cigar. Not, not heavy. heavy. That's what I'm saying. Avo is not oh, heavy. This is like has strength, has body. Do you think it has strength? It has, yeah. has character. I, has, uh, I think it's medium full. Me- yeah. Plus, Grinder has had the Avos, I think, plenty of them. But there's a lot of them. That I, I mean, I, they, they make a lot they of cigars. They make a lot of stuff. They, they make do. a lot of cigars. I mean, Avo is famous. That they, they make so many cigars that, <clears throat> here's a story. I don't know if you guys remember reading about this, how Avo came out with those lines. Each band had a different color. There was like a green oh, yeah. one, a yellow orange. one, orange. And then yeah. apparently some guys were really clever and figured out that Avo threw those bands on old Davidoffs that were not selling and they just tried to market them as these new limited release, limited edition Avos and they were really Davidoff cigars. So I feel like they come out with a lot of random stuff. So it, to me, it's possible. This mm. could be a Liga Pravada 9. Mm. Really? That's, uh, that's fuller than this. I mean, a Liga is... It's also longer than this cigar, dimensionally. What's, what's the size on the Liga 52? 
I think it's five and it's it, the, well, it's probably this size, but it's longer. Okay. Six and a half, maybe. Oh, that kills that. He could also be trying to throw us. No. 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 Why would I? <laughs> Grinder's too honorable for that. <laughs> Let's talk about our scotch pairing. It's not a scotch. Coffee. Oh, that's right. right. It's a whiskey. Yeah. It's an Irish whiskey, right? It's that's an right. Irish whiskey. Red Breast 12. Classic. Discovered at one of our favorite posts. It's a great, it's a great whiskey. I love it. It is. It's so reliable. It's the best scotch. Best scotch. In my opinion, it's the, it's, it's the best Irish. Very Hands smooth. Down. I would agree with that. And it actually, it drinks a lot like a scotch. It's really smooth and refined in what you'd expect to get out of a scotch. It's got really nice sweet notes and flavor to it. I, I first had this, I think, with most of you at one of the lounges um, that that is owned by, you know, an, an Irish guy who's very proud of, of, of Ireland and has a hell of a collection of different years of Redbreast and I, I now drink this regularly after, you know, just a few trips there. It's really, really tasty. It I is. think Puba introduced you guys yes, to this, did. right? That's right. True. That's right. So let me ask you this. If it's, if it's New World, what country or countries? That's tough. I'm saying Dominican. That's exactly where my head is. Yeah, Dominican. But I think the Connecticut Broadleaf, I think that was a good call. I, I don't know if this is Maduro. I think it may be more... Connecticut Broadleaf. I still stand by that. I would say Connecticut Broadleaf and, and that this is Dominican. So uh, our Redbreast 12, I'm just reading a little bit about it. Combination, uh, it's matured in a combination of bourbon and sherry casks. But it's very smooth, you know? Interesting. I, I didn't know it was. I didn't know that either. Because I don't get the sherry thing. Well, the, the sweetness in it. Yeah, it's a little sweet. But I didn't know that a lot of, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Irish whiskey. I didn't know that they use sherry casks for... It's made from a uh, mash of malted and unmalted barley, then triple distilled in copper pot stills. Uh, you know, they're obviously saying it's a pot still whiskey matured in the combo of American oak and sherry seasoned Spanish oak. Pot still is a big thing. I mean, there are a lot of Caribbean rums that are, are pot still rums that are really good, like a lot of Jamaican rums, even uh, Appleton Estate, like they're, they're pot still do you know the difference between Irish and Scotch? No idea. Anyone? Prime? Irish whiskey? Yeah. Isn't it made in a pot, Compared the whiskey? Um, some, some Scotch are, made, are, in, are in pot stills. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the primary difference is the, is the blend of the malt. So they, they, it's, some is unmalted. And in Irish, it's, it's a mixture of malted and unmalted. In Scotch, it's all malted. What does it mean, malted? It's when you get the mash and you put it in the big thing and you let it ferment and it's like all, it smells like flowers in there and sweet and vanilla. And because it's unmalted, it's, it's, it's more refined and there's less. But what, what, what's the grain? Barley. It's barley? Yeah. That's used for all whiskeys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, scotch. Scotch. Whereas like bourbon is, bourbon's corn, right? Corn and, am I wrong on that? Somebody well, you're me. right. Corn. I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So for it to be called scotch, it has to be from Scotland. That's the primary, yeah. Right. And it's the different spelling of whiskey too, correct? Without it is. The e, There's no E. There's no E, yeah. So we're about an inch into the cigar. 
inch and a half. Yeah, the flavor hasn't changed much. I think it has gotten maybe a little smoother, a little less little. spice now. It's so, not that spice that we got hit with in the beginning. I don't taste that that much. It's smoother. It's rounded out a little it's bit. rounded out. Yeah. I'm definitely going back to my Tatuaje feeling. It, it's, it really reminds me of those cigars. Yeah, it hasn't changed much. I mean, to Rooster's point, <clears throat> the flavor profile hasn't changed a whole lot. And to me, it's still very Tatuaje. Like, the smoke output on this has been fantastic. Smoke output is really great. So you, you mentioned earlier, you're at, you know, friends come over, holidays are coming up. You want to hand them a cigar. Why is this one you'd hand them? And how does that fit into that paradigm of a cigar you'd, you'd give a, a guest? For me, I, I think that I would give them, I would give this to a guest because I think it's uh, approachable, I guess, to use a word that Puba would, would use, approachable. I don't think that this is harsh. I don't think it, it kicks your ass with nicotine strength. I think it has enough flavor to stand up after a, a big meal or a, a, a nice, you know, scotch or whiskey or whatever you may have. I, I think it... I think it kind of fits in the mold of what you're doing on a holiday usually. I think it kind of plugs right in there as far as a, a yeah. cigar pairing for that. I don't know if I'd give this to a guest because, or, or someone who is not as advanced smoker because I, I get a little bitter taste. It's a little bitter to me in certain... I'm not getting know. any of that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm getting, not getting any bitter. bitter notes, it's actually, no. I have to say it's enjoyable. I'm enjoying but it. You know what I wondered? Now let me ask you this. With the bitterness, when was the last... Did you have dinner? Was it a while ago? Because I wonder if the, if your stomach acid is playing with wow. your perception of Gizmo, Doctor Gizmo over here, <laughs> a PhD. Wow, L LZD, LZD. <laughs> oh, that was fun. we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Rooster's been buying some really unbelievable aged Cuban cigars, and uh, Puba sent out on the group text the other day. He sent out a uh, the cigar encyclopedia written by Rooster. LZD. Z, Z lowercase. Yeah, Z lowercase. It was post-revolution, Havana. Yeah. He got his lizard doctorate. He did. He, he got he his did. doctorate in lizarding. So um, it, what, am I accurate on your food? Uh, I mean, how many hours ago? It was, it was too long ago, I think. So <laughs> Probably four be, hours ago. That could be what it is. Because I find it, even cigars that I love, if I don't eat enough, if I smoke a strong cigar, it just tastes a little funky to me, a little bitter. Yeah. Yeah, and today was a late lunch. What do you call a late lunch, early dinner? A dinner? Supper. Supper? Mm-hmm. First supper. Rooster, what's that other cigar line that Liga makes? It's got a blue label. Norteño? No. They have it at the old... Um... Underground? Yeah. So Undercrown was a I'm getting a Undercrown was made because in the factory Liga Liga started taking off the number 9 started taking off and all the guys were smoking when they're rolling these cigars they're they're smoking all the inventory so they blended a new cigar to just to give to the people who work in the factory and that cigar was also phenomenal so they're like we got to market this shit too and then they started pumping that out and I used to smoke that. I'm getting that in this a little bit. Which one did you foundation. smoke? Oh, I don't remember. But you had any foundation sticks? I, I, I had I one. Have. Yeah, good. That's a good analogy for this particular cigar. Yeah, interesting. It's got very similar flavors to when I had that foundation stick. Do you have the tabernacle? Because that's a little bit of what this reminds me of. It's a dark wrapper like this, 
large ring gauge. It was a large ring gauge. It had like a bluish band on it from what I remember. Oh, that's the good Gwen say. That, uh, you know who smokes that? Pagoda. With the oh blue boy. band on it. The blue band is the uh, Guagense. There's a red band that's the Wise Man Maduro. The black band is I the think Tabernacle. I the Wise Man. That kind of rings a bell. I had a phase where I was smoking those, and then I, I fell out of love with that cigar. I used to smoke a lot of the, the, the Drew Estate Liga. Um, the Undercrowns, I used to smoke a lot of the Sun Growns. Ooh, they make I, a, I they make a shade, them. the sun grown, and the Maduro. And then that's what I was smoking when I met Senator at the lounge. And then he turned me on to the exclusivo. You quickly got off those. Well documented. I haven't smoked one since. Connecticut shade, in my opinion, is one of the best Connecticut shades. That's the one with like the silver white label on it, right? Yeah. The cigar is getting flatter now. Have you noticed that? Mm. For me, it's a little... It is a little harsher now. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit less nice oomph to it. Yeah. The smoke output is like... The fun- spice is almost gone. Proliferous. Fun- it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting cloudy in here. Phenomenal smoke But just, uh, it's not even a full lizard corium. <laughs> well, you actually, technically, it probably is a quorum. It is. Lizard quorum is five, right? Yeah. That's right. We there call it corium in corium. this room. Yeah. I mean, technically four. Yeah. Is it half? Oh, four is, four is more than it. Yeah. Do we know that? Do we know the? Do we have a the origin story of what a quorum is? Why don't Why don't we let Bam define a a a, a quorum for us? No, well, no comment. The, the original quorum. Well, explain. So what happened? So you. <laughs> said, Bam I don't know. You, <laughs> were you typing it on the fly or something? No, I was using Siri. Siri. Okay, so uh, Siri sent. And it came out as word. as Corium, and and Senator will never let it go. <laughs> well, it's, it's not just Senator Bam. We all say it. Um, you know what? It, I'm quietly angry about it, but I, <laughs> you motherfuckers. The best part was that I, I was, of course, first to give you shit for it. But my favorite was was Grinder's response, who then goes into like the etymology of of, of quorum and he goes latin for and he starts explaining like the entire yeah and for those of you that are listening this is the academic corner over here <laughs> <laughs> don't ever type a word wrong well the good thing about you bam is you never type a word it's all it's, it's always it's all siri, siri. Yeah. i'm, I'm, it on siri. I'm always driving i'm always driving can i say <laughs> i'm i'm in the camp of la gloria could be number six. I'm thinking possibly. Yeah, I haven't had that many La Glorias. So in, like you know the non-Cuban La Glorias. The and traditional La Glorias. Undercrown. Don't, don't you think this is a little too? It's oh. not the girth. The the ring gauge is a little too small. The for six La is a little skinnier than the than the R. The series R. This is I think the series number six. Okay, is it natural or Maduro then? Maduro. Uh, Maduro. It's definitely dark. There's no doubt about it's that. Dark. Oh, I yeah. just I'm still. I don't think it's Maduro. I'm still in the Connecticut Broadleaf or Sumatra camp here. Which, again, leads me to Tatuaje because that's a pretty common, um, you know. Any La Flor Dominicana cigars that mimic this? Oh, that's... I haven't had any of those. La Flor Dominicana. I haven't had any Is that the guy in, in the years. ads? He's always on the horse with yeah, the hat. Yeah, with his wife. With the <laughs> wife. Yeah. I'm very confused by those ads. I used to love their cigars. I think they make great sticks. Yeah. I used to smoke them a lot. La Flor Dominicana? Yeah. yeah. 
What have you smoked of their stuff? I, I've only had one the, of their cigars. The Limitadas. They made it. They made a like this really, um, really thick Lijero cigar. They made this cigar called the Chisel. Yes, that's a powerful stick. They made a cigar one year. Double Ligero. Ligero. They made a cigar a couple of years ago. Ligero? Okay. It's a Ligero. They made a cigar a few years ago that was that was one of the oiliest. It was a TAA Stop special. using Siri. Is that from the Vuelta Abajeo region? Abajeo? They also make that Andalusian Bull, which has been yeah, a really yeah, yeah, popular yeah. cigar recently. That People cigar it wasn't that. highly reviewed by Pagoda. I think Pagoda had one of those. I recently. hate that, that cigar. I hate, <laughs> I hate that fucking cigar. I see guys online that love it. I haven't had it. I know. I never had love it. it. It was I, hard to get. He, really? Because they won that, dude, I think it was a CA uh, number one. Number one? Yeah. Really? Yeah, one cigar of the year. Wow. It was but, a big cigar, too. But I like, yeah, they made, so what I was saying is they, I think I, I actually told you to buy one of these boxes years ago. It was a TAA special. Off it was, the bowl? No, it was, it was a, a Lagor, uh, Flor Dominicana, and it was a TAA special box press soft box press and it was one of the oiliest wrappers i've ever smoked and it was so smooth now this is changing on me a little bit it's kind of back to a little bit more flavorful now for me i i, I do i do think it's a quite a different taste for me this is not something that i encounter this is closest to the foundation cigar that i've had so foundation, tell me about foundation. Why, why is, what is that? Flavor-wise, flavor-wise, it's, it, it kind of tastes like the foundation. So is foundation, a, a, where is it, where they make, what kind of? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I think it's Dominican, but I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'm not sure. I was into it for like a brief moment, you know, but. What are you into now? Oh, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Let's anywhere, go. anywhere from beads and up. <laughs> so, stay out of my world. <laughs> Kitty litter. Kitty litter. Yeah. Kitty litter. Let's go to. Uh, I want to. I'm. I'm fascinated by this because our our friend Rooster here has gone on a. Uh, what do you want to call it? A buying spree. A uh, hunt. A hunt. He's a hunter gatherer, in Rooster's Connoisseur Corner. Tell us. Uh, tell us some of the the aged crazy cubans you've been picking up because it's been dude it is like i think that we may need to have an episode of the pod that's an intervention intervention yeah we may yeah, need to do an intervention to try some of those well i think the cuban cigars in general if they're not el or certain regionals you want those sticks to have some age on them because without some age they're harsh they're not ready unlike what we usually smoke like the padrones and davidoffs they're already aged. The tobaccos are aged. They're like at least five to seven years of age on the tobacco before they roll them. But the Habanos usually don't have much age on them. So you have to let them sit for a while. So if you can pick up boxes that have like five years, a minimum of five years of age on them, it makes a huge difference. And if you have the capacity in your towers at home you want to be able to buy a few boxes and let them age and let them sit for five years god bless you i don't i want to get something that's aged that you know five seven ten 
15 years so of age on them. Have, have you it's included incredible. this in your in your home insurance yet? Uh, you know, good. That's a good question. A good question. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's like, You're right. We've got a fortune. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> call the broker. Upgrade. Or progressive. <laughs> Upgrade the policies. So this has been something that I think... I'm curious what the, the flick of the domino was for you with, with the aged Cubans, because it's really been a, a recent progression, and you are... I can you tell are, you in one word. Go ahead. It's called the Remington. Yeah. As soon as you got the Remington, it's like, you know, shelves are empty. Let's fill them up. What are you going to fill them up with? You're going to fill them up with, like, new boxes that you're going to let them sit for five years that you, you can't smoke them? Or are you going to buy something that's aged and you can smoke them and share them right away? So, and the beauty about, you know, a lot of these age sticks is that I'm getting more and more into skinnier, thinner ring gauge because there's so much flavor out of them. Like the LGC, we had the Metal Dior number four. Yeah, a great stick. I think that was like a 36 ring gauge and it had so much flavor and that has become my favorite stick in that size. And I can't get enough of them. Do they still make those? Uh, number four is still in production. The number two and the number three are not. The number four still is, but they're so hard to get. I guess they're so uh, limited production of, the, of that particular stick. And then, you know, you want to be able to get something with age. So I got a box that's 2002. Wow. And uh, 2011 and 2013. Jeez, 2002? 2002. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So I, I just got a, um, a couple boxes for a friend of mine, 16 years age, a selection of Cubans and a nice presentation. And that was, that was the, probably the most age I've ever seen on a cigar, personally, that I've ever held in my hand. Did you try it? No, I gave it, I gave it as a gift to somebody. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the cigars, when they have that much age on them, yeah. they completely get balanced yeah. smooth there's no rough edges there's not they, you know they're very floral perfumey sticks some might argue it, it 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 gets a little too cedary though right and some of some of the taste gets maybe too muted right maybe it's on certain sticks but but some cubans i think they age really well you know like the fundadoras the vegas robainas that we have had from uh I think we had 2011s, yeah. and we also have, uh, I think I have a box from 2002 as well. I mean, you just can't beat them. Yeah. I'm yeah. really enjoying this by, right now, by the way. Yeah, this is like, as we're talking and I'm thinking about this cigar, Wes, I'm just kind of going through it. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. We're going to be shocked. Yeah, I think we're going to be surprised. Mm. You know, to go back to your point, Grinder, about the, uh, the, the selections that you bought. So you bought the Selection Robusto and you bought... The five-pack of the Selection Pyramids, yeah. right? So, I mean, for someone out there who either doesn't like Cubans, doesn't know Cubans, wants to venture in, it's a pretty reasonable, you know, gamble on a, a box of five Robustos to try five different Habanos brands of Robustos or Pyramids and kind of get a, right. an idea of that flavor profile. Obviously, they're aged, so to find those same cigars again, obviously, you can find the Robustos, but you can't find them with that age. What were, what were they? They were... Um Upman, Partagas, Cohiba. Romeo. Romeo and... Um, Was there uh, a Bolivar in there? Ho Ho no, Hoyo. Hoyo, okay. So, yeah, so you get five individual sticks and a wonderful yeah. presentation. It's a great gift and good for if you want to try something 
aged. They're not that. Well, I told the guy, I was like, you got to smoke these now. Like, don't, don't sit them up. Yeah, they're ready to go. They're ready. They're, they're, you know, they're in the barrel. They're rooster approved. You know, it's interesting you talk about, when we're talking about aged sticks. You've heard of a brand called Rafael Gonzalez. Yeah. Whenever you get a box of the RGs, there's a line on it. It says, either smoke them now or after one year. Oh, really? I don't know if you ever noticed that. I did not notice yeah. that. I have a box of the little ones in my humidor. Do you? The mm-hmm. Panatellus? Panatellus, yeah. Oh, you do? I have two. Actually, I think I have two boxes. That's a them. great stick. Um, just got a box of those that are really old. Uh, Panatellus, fantastic smoke. So much flavor. And still a good, like, half an hour smoke. Grinder's now the connoisseur. I'm sorry, Gizmo. <laughs> I'm looking at you like no. well you're a connoisseur of course. so because I'm so fascinated by by this rooster um, so obviously the Ve- the Vegas Robania 2011 I think that was a mind-blowing stick for everybody that's that, yeah that was introduced to us by Puba who was the first one to get a I don't know if you got a box of those or a 10 pack no I think he got sh- singles singles and he shared with us and that I mean at that point, that was like the best cigar I think I've ever had. Well, I think we all agreed that night it was one of the, the best Cuban at that time. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that a Lonsdale? Yeah, it's a Lonsdale. Lonsdale. So, I mean, that, you know, with, in that size, it's such an elegant smoke, so balanced yet complex, and it builds. It, it really picks up in flavor as you smoke that. It's funny, you know, that, that 11 Classico by Robania that we had, that was the first aged cuban that i had of that level and i'm still chasing that it's i'm still chasing that high i mean i have them it was incredible though. i think that stick goes back to rooster's point earlier about smaller ring gauge cigars when puba gave me one of those i don't think i had a single lonsdale in my humidor prior to puba giving me that stick and that's what really opened my eyes to what Rooster was saying, that these smaller ring-gauge Cubans are fantastic smokes. Unreal. Uh, it is unreal. I mean, it's, I think most, most Americans don't really kind of smoke that ring-gauge. Yeah. And I think it's more of a European thing. My, I mean, the, the, the most Cubans I smoke, um, Rooster, are Petit Coronas. I have 10 boxes of... Boulevard Petit Coronas. Yeah. And that's, you know, I have, I have one sitting right next to me that I was smoking earlier. Yeah. It's a great size. And I love that. I love that smaller gauge. But you also smoke like uh, the Lonsdales or Lanceros. Yeah. But Panatellas. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that box of the La Gloria's when it came in, I opened the box and I was like, the pictures don't do it justice. I was like, I was a little disappointed by looking at the ring size i'm like how could the cigar be any good oh look at that so this is a wow i just pulled out a, a monte especialis especial number two. two yeah i mean yeah. this is this is a fantastic cigar we should do we should do it we'll do this, this one next yeah 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 i got enough i don't actually <laughs> <laughs> remember with roosters one is, one is all i need What's his is yours, and what's yours is his. (laughs) Mi mi casa es su casa. Su casa es mi casa. (laughs) Actually, I want to ask Grinder about the uh, the Monte Cristo Especialis number two. Yes, sir. What uh, what Rooster wants to know, should he buy five boxes? This is a a 19. 19? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, because I, yeah, I have a, I have a box coming. It's good. Of course, of course. Somebody, somebody sent me. I, I got a box of. I think it was a box of fundies from uh, some guy in Hungary, or probably it was uh, Germany. I don't remember. And he Same sent me a box. I mean, not a box. A single Monte Cristo Especialis number two. Yeah. And I didn't know what that cigar was. Um, I mean, I had heard about it, but I didn't really know if that's the size. And it's got a pigtail on it, I yep. believe, right? Yeah, yeah. And he said, this is from 1998. Ooh. And my goodness, the flavor on that stick. Unbelievable. So good. It's awesome. So anyway. to your question, Giz, the, it's, the, the flavor is, co- there's like a thin layer of flavor in my mouth right now. You know, it's like coating my palate pretty well. It's like silky smooth. I think I'm enjoying it. I think I'm Mm -hmm. enjoying it more now than I did when we lit it. Because it's a tattoo (laughs) (laughs) This is not a tattoo I don't know. I still think it could be. Call me crazy, but. La Flor Dominicana is my guess at the moment. I feel like it's picked up in strength. It when has. this started, I would have said medium full, and I now agree. I feel like this is closer to a full body. Cigar, I totally which is agree. Not like a tatuaje. No, tatuaje normally kind of it, it, just, yeah. it kind of fizzles off like the last third. But I say that because to Gizmo's point earlier of, would you give this cigar to guess where this cigar is right now? I'm not sure that I would. This is this is a lot. It's a complex. A lot of flavor it's in this. pretty complex cigar. I don't know that that much complex. I just think it, it packs power. Punch, now. yeah. There's a punch, yeah. yeah. Flavor hasn't changed that much. It's the right. same notes, just in varying degrees. You know, initially there was a lot of spice in the middle. It kind of was lacking, and now it's kind of picked up again. I'm we trying to think of what other brands this could be. So that's where I was going. We we haven't mentioned a brand, and I'm just curious if we think this is even slightly a possibility. Is Rocky Patel at all possible? Oh, God, no. I hope not. Please. Don't even say that. You don't know how I came here to rock your world, did you? Oh, oh I bet. He wants... I he, ruined my whole night. He wants vindication tonight. <laughs> Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel. I hope not. Pagoda Maybe loves... Maybe it's Nish Patel. <laughs> Pagoda loves... The, the degenerate <laughs> Speaking of Pagoda, I think Pagoda would really like this stick. I think he would. I agree. I think this is right up his alley. I'm, I'm enjoying this more. As put a, a Cohiba band on it. Cohiba <laughs> Robusto. I'll tell Cohiba you. Toro. I'll tell you. This is a great cigar. I think it's very good. And again, I, I have to say it again. I'm, I'm Grinder, it's let me tell you. Yeah, let me, let tell, me you. tell you. I th- I'm so glad that <laughs> it didn't have a band on it because I, I don't think that I would be feeling like this. And that's my bias, but... I think that's a really good aspect of this for me right now. I'll be honest, though. I'm not in love with the second half of this. I think I'm enjoying it more than I was when we lit it. You know what proper cigar etiquette is? One of the, one of the, one of the points. If you're smoking with somebody and who's smoking a different cigar that you're smoking, which is maybe a little bit inferior than what you're smoking, you, take the you band. should take the band yeah. off. band comes off. Have you? You don't subscribe to that, do you? I think I put another band on it. That's a little <laughs> presumptuous. No, no. I, I, we should talk about this. Rooster's point 
is a good one in that if you walk in a number of cigar lounges, you will see several guys who, as soon as they take out a cigar they're going to smoke, they actually take the band off the cigar That's and right. cut it and light it. That's right. And I like it in theory because I think one of the things that's nice about cigars, you know, the, the, there's this level playing field with cigars. You can be from any walk of life. You can be of any circumstance. And if you're sitting down with someone who enjoys cigars, you have an instant bond. You're, you're all of a sudden one in the same. That's true. So I, I like that aspect about it, but it's hard for me because there are some cigars. I just, I love the, artwork of the band i like to admire the the cigar in all of its glory and you like to show off you like to show off it's not showing off it's just like do you want to smoke a here's an example do you want to smoke a padrone without the band or do you want that padrone band on there that you're staring at that 80th as you're smoking i'll admit i like the band on that's I, what I'm saying. I but sometimes you take the band off and it's going to take the wrapper that's off that's what i was going to say as well, you, I, as you a, smoke that stick the on a glue, cuban for sure on a cuban for of, sure you know it has to kind of you know not new worlds though mostly cubans react that way don't they true but you know the the glue on it will melt as the cigar heats up and it's easier for the band to come off i'm i'm in your, i'm in your camp mr i mean i i always leave the band on because of that reason um and I, i'll take it off once once it get half you know when it, once it heats up and just because i'm you know i can't stop fidgeting so i'll take it i'll take it off but but to Bam Bam's point, I feel like with Cubans, whether philosophically you think you should take the band off every time you light up your cigar or you should leave it on with a Cuban, Never. you can't possibly take that band off. It will tear those oh, even, Cuban Even wrappers. at the end, you can't take it off because you're like yeah. taking off, peeling like layers off it, like an onion. Yeah, literally. Right. And, and then you know you got a good Cuban. I mean, it's not a counterfeit, right? That's mm. one way to tell. Yeah, the Partagas, when you take off a Partagas band, if it comes off in one piece, that's when I'm in, I'm, I get concerned. If it, <laughs> if it comes off in four different pieces, yeah. it's okay, now it's authentic. Yeah, yeah. I know it's real. Good point. But you know what's interesting uh, to, about your point, Senator, is that I find when I see someone smoking a cigar and I know what it is, maybe to counter your point, I think it opens up a little bit of a conversation. And it brings me back to when I met Pagoda, let's say, and he was smoking something. I said, hey, you know, I see what you're smoking. I think you may like this Padron that I gave him. And that, that really kind of started how, that journey. You is know? that how the Senator turned you to Padrones? Yeah, I mean, he saw what I bought. <laughs> he, he I took, walked upstairs with two hundred dollars of you. cigars, and he said, "Hey, dude, stop." Yeah, don't do that. Try this. <laughs> Take those back if you like it. And that's exactly what I did. And it was just because it knocked my socks off. And I wasn't a guy who knew one band from another. I just was smoking cigars because it relaxed me. So, wait, I want to know what did you get with the two hundred dollars when you got what cigars? Well, the tobacconist that I that I had purchased it from kind of walked through the humidor with me. I mean, he is kind a of, true tobacconist. And <laughs> kind of put a, just put a bunch of random cigars in Did my tray. Did you ask him to recommend anything? Yeah, I asked him for help, yeah. Because it was so my he first. he chose those sticks for Yeah, you. he helped me choose them. Yeah. And if you saw those sticks that I did that day, Rooster, you would not call him a tobacconist. So that's what I want to know. What what did he recommend or what what? Did he ask you like how long you've been smoking cigars and uh, what's your flavor profile? Definitely, and he knew that because I had just I was just joining the lounge, so I had the credit a credit that I had to burn, and uh, you know I kind of told him what I was smoking, which was pretty amateur, low level stuff in my mind. Now what, the, what I think about what I was smoking, it was not great stuff, and not from a pricing standpoint. I mean, I was smoking expensive stuff that I would say is not great value, you know, cigars, and I think that 
you know, what he put in my tray was amateur bullshit. Amateur bullshit. I, mean, I guess Avo. No, it wasn't even Avo. There was a couple. Tattoo I think there was a Camacho in there. There was Camacho. a Tatuaje, but yeah, there was. It was. It was not good. Camacho and what else? There was some. Uh, some of the Hemingways were in there. Who like the art? Some Fuente? Nat Shermans. Some Nat Fuente Shermans. Hemingway. Yeah, some Fuente That's Hemingways. Not bad. No, there's not those bad. are good cigars. The Maduros are very good. No, sir, I, but I'm sorry. Nat Sherman's are not great. Yeah, uh, Nat Sherman's. Uh, there was it was a mishmash of other, uh, random stuff, and there weren't any Padrones, for sure. There weren't any Davidoffs. Um, there weren't any, you know, good Fuentes. You know, it. it so I. So I guess my po- my point is that. <laughs> I guess my uh, you know a couple of my fathers in there, which I did smoke one of those. I did not enjoy, but I know. Did you say you like some of those grinder? Uh, my father? Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know which one I had. You. Well, that, that'll knock your socks off. The judge. The judge is good. Yeah, I like that. They make um, the Flor de la Antilles. Is that my father? F- Flor de la Antilles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good stick. That's a good budget stick. Yeah. Uh, this better not be a Rocky Patello. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Do you want to, do you guys want to go around? Are you guys ready to give it the uh, formal lizard rating? I think so. I'm ready. I'll go last. Brewster, you're up. I'll go first. Yep. So let's give a let's give a rating and then let's guess. Okay. Brewster, what is it? I'll give it a six. Is it because you think it's a Rocky Patel? No. I think the beginning I would have given it a seven. It started off like really great, but it's a six. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm going to give it a six. Bam. I'm at a seven because I, I am enjoying this cigar. It does go back and forth. It's minerally now for me, which I like. I, w- I would probably give it a, a five or a six. Oh. For a year, I'd probably get a six. Whoa. Okay. How nice of you to share a cigar you would rate a five. I, I, didn't, know. I never had the cigar. <laughs> I never had the cigar. How, never Senator, had how true. <laughs> now, before we start guessing, the one thing I will say and we talk about this sometimes about the the dollar of this. You said this is a fourteen dollar stick. Yeah. So that's where you know some of these cigars that they I know they, where you're going with this. They price it that at that point. It's like, you know, I don't want to judge it on the the dollar value, and I didn't. I, I judged it on on how you know the smoke it, that I'm having tonight with you guys, but I I don't think I would ever buy this cigar again for fourteen bucks. So here's, and I, I think we should all go around why we gave the ratings now that we've given them, but the reason I gave this a six, when it started, I thought I would give this a seven because it started smooth. There was a nice sweetness to it. The second half of this cigar for me picked up a little too aggressively in strength. There's no complexity to this cigar to me. It, it's very one note, and in the second half, I'm not even able to pull out those notes like I could in the first half. So I just feel like the second half is too muddled and too strong for my liking to give this anything higher than a six. I think it's a seven. To me, the first third was very, you know, was very good. And I think the last third here, I'm enjoying the middle. The middle third to me was not great. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sticking by my seven for sure. I think that this is... Uh, I definitely think this is a seven. However, again, at that price point, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, I think I wish we had not known the price point. 
because I didn't judge you, it on that. You just kind of start comparing with like other fourteen dollars yeah. sticks. And you're like, wait a minute, I could have the Padron Exclusivo for the same price, right. and that's right. that. That was no brainer. Like a ten. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn, you said you gave it a seven. Why yeah. seven? I didn't. I, I fought piggyback between, uh, behind all of you regarding the first third. It's delicious. I thought smooth. The middle did get flat, but I'm enjoying the mineral quality of the last third. I, I happen to like that from time to time. Tonight, I like it. Reminder: yeah. If you have a box, Dan will buy them off. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a box. Five <laughs> or twenty bucks is five dollars a stick. So <laughs> I I gave it a six because it's a good smoke. It's the construction is great. It's well made. Um, smoke output is phenomenal. The um, you gave it a five. No, I gave I, I said five or six. I'll give it a six. The um, for me, it's just the flavor profile. It's not something that I'm. It's it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it's not something I enjoy that much. It's good. It's not great. Do we uh, seven? Do we have a score? We do have so a score. So three three sixes and two sevens. So the composite lizard score is a six point four. Hmm. Okay, I think that's a fair score for this. Yeah, thing. I think that's yeah. All right, let's do brand. Rooster. I don't know. I'm like all over the place with this. I hope it's a Rocky Patel. Aren't we all? I hope it's a Rocky Patel. I swear. I, I hope no it is. Idea. I just want to see his face when you say Rocky Patel. I'm leaving. I got to leave. <laughs> Rocky Patel's coming over my house. Yeah, he's going to hunt you down like you hunt those cigars. Rocky Patel and Indian tobacco. So what do you think it is? What's your guess? I have no idea. If I had a guess, I don't know. I said it could be a foundation brand. Okay. I mean, I have no idea which stick out of foundation. I don't know that whole uh, market really well. So I'll just say it's, maybe it's a foundation. I'm going to stick by my guns and say Tatuaje. I'm in the same camp, Gizmo. I, I would say Tatuaje. La Flor Dominicana. Ooh. So do you want to know? No. Did, did any of us get it right? Well, Grinder, no why don't you guess? <laughs> <laughs> no one got it right. Oh, man. Um, wow. But someone almost Just got it right. Just give me the first letter of the Someone, someone almost got it right when first they letter. called it out on the first draw. Oh. It, it is an avo. Wow. Oh, Senator. Whoa. Senator with the, the Avo wow. at the first draw. Avo, this? I was close. You nice were, job, you were close. I was close. close. So this is a recent release, Avo Synchro Caribe Toro, wow. and six by fifty-two Toro, um, wow. Dominican Habano wrapper. Well done, Senator. Um, Colorado Maduro is the color, so it's kind of darker, right? But it is that Colorado wrapper, um, and it does have that Maduro, you know, age. And you, you guys weren't far from Maduro, right? Um, binder and filler, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, and Nicaragua. Um, obviously if it's an AVO, it's got great construction because it's made by Davidoff, right? So you got that perfect construction basically. Um, yeah. And it's, it's got, to me, it's got, it's got pretty, there's a hint of the DR flavor profile, but it's not, it's very different <laughs> for me. And I think it's because of the, the balance of Ecuadorian and some, some Nicaraguan in there that, that kind of elevates it to a different, you know, flavor profile. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. It's okay. You're disqualified uh, for bringing in a recent release that we wouldn't know. Came I, out in August. I'll be honest, I'm very surprised. 
I'm very surprised it's an Avo. Avo. Yeah, it doesn't look like any other Avo. I'll tell you, Honestly, though. Honestly, I, I think you guys haven't seen enough of their line. Just Maybe you're that, right. I mean, yeah. that lounge that we used to be members of, they saw a lot of Davidoff, Avo, Camacho, because it's all owned by Davidoff. And I've just always been surprised at how many cigars Avo makes. I would just always see new limited this, new limited that, none of which I, I've tried that has been particularly good. I think I've tried two Avos, one that was recommended by this tobacconist that we'll put in air quotes uh, for, for listeners that I thought was terrible, and um, another Avo that Grinder had given me once uh, that wasn't bad, just not my ideal flavor profile. So that, that's kind of where I think some of this... And I think if you you know, become a Davidoff dealer, they make you buy the whole line. You have to carry Camacho, you have to carry Avo, you know, and, and the entire Davidoff line. You know what I wonder? With uh, Ferry Otego coming out soon, that's obviously, so, so, that's so obviously a, a Davidoff distributed brand. I wonder if that's going to fall into the same category for these well, dealers. Well, it's distributed by them. It's not really their brand. So, so you did. just sent me a, a different price point on this. I did? Yeah. So it's not a $14 stick. I looked at a different site then. Because okay. I got this as, as a five-pack with a, a box of domains. <laughs> you called the fucking senator, call it again, um, from Atlantic. Okay, so I, the price I found when I just Googled this, as we're wrapping up here, is closer to 10 bucks online. Oh, 1070. Yeah, 1070. Yeah. So you're going to pay between, like, you know, with tax, you're going to pay between that 10 and... Well, that's from that place. Or you paid, you paid more. I didn't pay. It was a... It was a, it was oh, a, it was a gift. Yeah. Nice. Well, I will say the one thing. I mean, we've talked about that Millennium Toro before, and the burn on that, and the construction. This, I think, for a Toro from Davidoff, in an Avo line, this burns way better than that Millennium Toro. I agree. I mean, if there's one thing, I think every one of us agreed on the construction of this was very good. Yes. The combustion was great. Yes. The burn was razor sharp, white ash. For me, just the flavor what was the issue, but it's a well-made cigar. It is. Bam's already into our second stick. We haven't even ended the pod yet. Like a true lizard. Like a true lizard. He's already moved on to the... I have, so, so a couple of reasons why I wanted to do this is because, one, you guys, like I said before at the onset, you shit on some of the cigars I, I come to the lounge with, and I wanted to what see... What are you talking about? Bro? I wanted to see, to, to you know... Perfect example was Giz being like, I'm glad I didn't see that. You know, I think that speaks volumes to how you perceive cigars. Having the band on totally. it, it, it immediately colors your perspective in a way. So, yeah, but I have a, yeah, I'll make a point. Even if the band was on it, we would have still given it the same rating. Would you? Yeah. I think I'll say this I think because it's Avo, I agree. But I think some other brands. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I think my, my eye bias would have given it a lower score if it was a brand that well, I inherently don't go for. We rated the stick fairly. We smoked it. We, we did, you know, yeah. We, um, yeah. I mean, in fairness, I don't think any of us smoke Avos really except Never. grinders. But so I've, I've, I've had, think that I've would had have been a bias a against it. I still probably would have given it a six, but I would have definitely started this with a very negative impression because I'm just not an Avo fan. Right. So I am glad we did this blinded. Yeah. All right, boys, a 6.4 for the blind test Avo Synchro Caribe, I guess it's called. The Caribe. Caribe. So what, what does that mean for the listener, the Caribbean. 6.4? I would, call that, I would call that a soft recommend. It's kind of on the border of recommend and pass to me. 
To a lizard, I wouldn't recommend it. To yeah. to your guest that you come by, yeah, sure. That's what I was gonna say. I, I think it's a soft recommend for the guest humidor. Yeah, yes, exactly. This belongs in the guest it. humidor. Yes, not in the lizard the guest, tower. The, the guest right. shelf. <laughs> the Absolutely. Lucy's. Yeah, there's no guest shelf. It's a guest humidor. My new rating is a five, <laughs> by the way. I'm down at five. Have, I don't five. have any guest cigars. <laughs> All right, boys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, that's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.